Good morning. It's March 1st, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. Israeli forces in Gaza have been accused of opening fire on Palestinian civilians in a desperate scramble for food, leading to a catastrophic death toll surpassing 30,000, with more than 100 individuals killed in a recent tragic incident. This stark situation has drawn global attention and condemnation, shedding light on the severe humanitarian crisis unfolding in Gaza. The controversy intensified when U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin reported over 25,000 women and children had died since October 7, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. However, the Pentagon later clarified that this figure represents the total number of Palestinian casualties in the conflict, not exclusively women and children. Amidst the ongoing war, the Biden administration's decision to supply Israel with over 21,000 precision-guided munitions has faced criticism, raising questions about the implications of such military support. The Israeli military has attributed the high casualty figures to a stampede among the civilians, while the Biden administration has underscored the need for an immediate and thorough investigation into the incident. Portuguese Foreign Minister João Gomes Cravinho expressed his shock over the deaths of more than 100 people in Gaza while awaiting humanitarian aid, emphasizing the importance of protecting civilians and ensuring safe access to humanitarian operations under international humanitarian law. He advocated for an urgent ceasefire and adherence to the International Court of Justice's provisional measures. The Israeli army has denied targeting a humanitarian convoy in Gaza, claiming instead to have fired live ammunition at a crowd to ensure the convoy's security. This admission has only added to the international outcry, with the UN Secretary-General condemning the violence and highlighting the urgent need for humanitarian aid in Gaza. The situation has complicated ceasefire negotiations, with Hamas threatening to halt talks on the release of Israeli hostages and a ceasefire agreement. In response to the escalating crisis, the UN Security Council has scheduled emergency consultations, signaling the international community's grave concern over the unfolding humanitarian disaster in Gaza. In a recent State of the Nation address, Russian President Vladimir Putin issued a stern warning to NATO regarding its support for Ukraine, while also highlighting Russia's nuclear arsenal. This address has quickly become a focal point for global attention, blending threats with promises of domestic prosperity. Putin's speech was not just about geopolitical muscle flexing. It also included announcements aimed at bolstering traditional family values within Russia. Among these domestic initiatives were plans to extend maternity benefits and double tax deductions for families with multiple children. Such moves indicate a dual approach of external posturing and internal strengthening. However, Putin's remarks and policy announcements did not go unchallenged on the international stage. Both France and the United States have voiced their criticism, escalating diplomatic tensions further. This international backlash underscores the growing concern among NATO countries over Russia's aggressive stance towards Ukraine and its broader implications. Adding to the complexity of the situation is the Transnistria region, where separatists are contemplating a referendum to join Russia and have sought Russian protection. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian armed forces have reported shooting down three Russian fighter jets and identifying 511 individuals suspected of war crimes since the onset of the Russian invasion in February 2022. 
This ongoing escalation in Eastern Europe is raising alarms over the potential for direct conflict between Russia and NATO, as well as the continuing military confrontations in Ukraine. The situation remains tense, with each development closely watched by the international community for its broader geopolitical implications. In a devastating turn of events, Texas is battling the Smokehouse Creek Fire, now recorded as the largest wildfire in the state's history, having engulfed over one million acres. This catastrophic blaze has not only claimed lives but also extended its wrath into Oklahoma, marking it as the second-largest wildfire in that state's history as well. The severity of this disaster is underscored by the loss of at least two individuals and injuries to four brave firefighters. Investigations into the cause of the fires are ongoing, yet the role of climate change, with its warmer and drier conditions, cannot be overlooked as a significant contributing factor. The battle against the flames is proving to be exceptionally challenging, with the Smokehouse Creek fire only 3% contained and the Moore County fire reaching 30% containment. In response to the crisis, Governor Greg Abbott has declared a disaster in 60 counties mobilizing an array of resources in an effort to quell the flames. Amidst these dire circumstances, there is a glimmer of hope as the National Weather Service forecasts cooler temperatures and potential rain, which could play a crucial role in aiding firefighting efforts. However, the fires have already inflicted extensive damage, affecting homes and wildlife management areas. Local officials are in the process of assessing the full extent of this destruction. Texans are being urged to exercise extreme caution, particularly in activities that could ignite further fires, such as the use of fireworks. The community's vigilance and cooperation are essential as the state faces this unprecedented challenge. In a dramatic turn of events, the long arm of the law finally caught up with a former member of the notorious Red Army faction, marking the end of a decades-long manhunt. This arrest not only sheds light on the dark corners of Europe's militant history, but also reignites concerns about the potential threats lurking from a bygone era of political extremism. Daniela Kleta, a 65-year-old former member of the Red Army faction, was recently apprehended in Berlin, effectively ending her 30 years of evasion from law enforcement. The discovery of a significant cache of weapons, including explosives and firearms, in Klett's apartment underscores the serious nature of the threats these individuals could pose. The arrest has triggered an intensified search for Klett's accomplices, Burkhard Garveg and Ernst Volker Staub, who remain at large, raising palpable concerns about public safety. While authorities have reassured the public that there is no immediate threat in Berlin, the ongoing search for Garweg and Staub highlights the potential dangers posed by these individuals. The trio of Klett, Garweg, and Staub have been linked to a series of unresolved murders and are suspected of engaging in violent robberies and attempted murders to finance their life in hiding. Their long evasion of law enforcement points to the depth of their involvement in the radical activities attributed to the Red Army faction. This arrest not only brings a measure of closure to some of the dark chapters in the history of political extremism in Europe, but also serves as a stark reminder of the enduring impact of the Red Army faction's legacy. The authorities' continued vigilance in tracking down the remaining suspects underscores the importance of safeguarding public safety against the shadows of the past. 
Germany's inflation rate has taken a dip, reaching its lowest point since June 2021. This development comes alongside similar trends in the United States and France, painting a complex picture of the current state of inflation across major economies. Germany's annual inflation rate dropped to 2.5% in February, down from 2.9% in January, marking the lowest rate observed since June 2021. This decrease was driven by falling energy prices, although the costs for food and services in the country continued to rise, indicating a nuanced inflationary environment. In the United States, the inflation narrative is somewhat parallel. The inflation rate fell to 2.4% in January, with the core inflation rate, excluding volatile food and energy prices, reaching its lowest level since March 2021. This development comes as the Federal Reserve, which aims for a 2% inflation rate, gears up for a critical monetary policy meeting in March. Across the Atlantic, France reported a decrease in its inflation rate to 2.9% in February, aligning with the forecast made by the governor of the Bank of France. This decrease further contributes to the emerging pattern of easing inflation among leading economies. The Federal Reserve's assessment of the situation suggests that inflation is inching closer to its 2% target. The central bank has hinted at the possibility of an interest rate cut if the trend of decreasing inflation continues. However, it has also emphasized the need for patience, indicating that it will wait for more data before making any decisions. This cautious approach reflects the complex interplay of factors affecting the global economic outlook and the challenges central banks face in navigating toward their inflation targets. This has been your daily brief in World News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.